Hello and welcome to the Soulful Goddess podcast with me, your host, Lisa Melbourne. Um, it's lovely to be here with you today on this dreary, dreary day. This, the whole week has been miserable, hasn't it? Um, I wanted to maybe lift your spirits with a really, really juicy chat today um, on spirituality. And this uh, the inspiration for this piece has come from uh, a chapter that I wrote in my new book that's out on the 12th of February. Uh, my book's called Natural Magic for the Modern Goddess. And this is the first chapter of the spirit magic um, section in my book. And it's titled, What is Spirituality Anyway? It's something that we hear a lot about at the moment. Um, you know, we have perhaps a friend who has shown an interest or started talking about living a more spiritual life. We're seeing it more and more um, enter the world of uh, mindful health, positive well-being. And I get asked the question a lot, what exactly is it that makes you spiritual? What is it exactly? You know, is it is it to be part of a religion, um, a certain set of beliefs? Do you have to behave a certain way? Um, what makes you spiritual? What is spirituality? It's such a such a juicy com, uh, conversation to have. So when I set foot onto my path of, of consciously being aware of my spirituality, because I believe actually that fundamentally we all have a spiritual side to us. Um, it's just that we may not be fully aware of its presence in our life. So for me, for the first oh, 27, 28 years of my life, I didn't really have much of a conscious connection to any kind of spiritual belief system. Um, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't really integrate into um, the ideals and beliefs of Christianity per se, but I did believe that there was something else out there. There was something bigger and unknown and, and unseen that I could feel out there, but it was just out of my grasp. So until I set foot on this new path of spirituality, you could say that I was kind of asleep. You know, I wasn't really connected to any particular um, sense of spirituality or any belief system. Um, I, I was really just busy in the doing of, of what it is to be human. And in your 20s, um, you know, most of your life is about doing, isn't it? Uh, it's only as you go through life and you experience the ups and downs and the lessons within them that's where the wisdom comes in. You know, as you grow older, um, you learn from your mistakes. You have the, you know, you have the wonderful ability of hindsight and foresight because you've seen it coming, you've been there, you've done it. Um, and you try and ultimately pass that wisdom on to your loved ones, the ones that you care about because you wanna help them avoid those situations 
um, that you think might not be a good fit for them because of your own personal experiences. But today I want to talk to you not about religion or, you know, an, a set of ideals um, that has to be fit or molded into a box. I want to talk about what spirituality is for the individual, for the individual person, and it's different for every single person. And this is whether, you know, you you feel you would class yourself as being part of an organized religion or whether you're kind of free flowing in your beliefs. You might not necessarily have a particular set of beliefs. If you're like me, you may have found that you've become quite frustrated in the past because you kind of feel like there's a little part of you that fits into every little box. Oh yeah, well that part of that belief system, yes, that rings true with me. Or yes, I would say that maybe some of my beliefs fit into Christianity or, you know, so, but there isn't a particular box that you fit into wholly. And I first want to start by saying you don't need to be in a box. You don't need to define what it is that you are or what you believe in. Um, it's free flowing. It shouldn't be contained. Your spirituality, you know, is woven so intricately into you, into your soul and your spirit. Um, you don't have to try and define it or make it logical um, in order to explain it to somebody else. That's the first thing that I want to say to you. For me, people ask what it was that set me onto a course from being a, what I would class as a non-spiritual person to a spiritual person. And I believe that you are either born into a spiritual life or you grow into one. And for me, I certainly grew into my spiritual life, as I would say most of us do, that aren't brought up um, in a religion that, that has a real profound effect on, on your family's everyday life. I found my spirituality after hitting rock bottom and for most people that's where they find that part of themselves that connects them to their spiritual purpose and their path because they're searching around for answers, because they feel lost, um, they don't know what they're doing, they may be struggling emotionally, physically, usually there is something that happens in someone's life in order to create that spark of light, of divinity, of spirituality, that path that someone picks up the thread of light to and starts to follow it, it's usually within the darkest moments that most people tend to awaken. And that's how it was for me. Um, and that's how it tends to be for a lot of people who tend to find a spiritual path later on in life. Um, I have people say to me, do you have to be psychic to be spiritual? No, absolutely not. Am I psychic? Yes. But that, I believe that we all have psychic abilities. But I believe that 
when you tune into your spirituality and how you want to live your life, that includes tuning into your intuition. And within your intuition are the messages from your higher self, from your guides. You start to tune into the energy of other people around you. You tune into the, the energy of nature and natural forces that are surrounding you within your life here on earth. And that creates a stronger link to what you might call psychic abilities. But do you have to be psychic? Do you, ha do you have to call yourself psychic to be spiritual? No. No, you don't. Spirituality, for me, is about a deep connection with yourself. It's about putting yourself first without the feelings of guilt um, or being made to feel like you're being selfish. In actual fact, if you put yourself first and you do the things that make you feel good, that light you up, then you will be able to give that, that love and that energy to those around you, you know, in abundance because your inner pool of light is full to the brim. Um, and I talk about our inner pool of light in the book and it's something that I shared live as a meditation on my Facebook page, Lisa Natural Me, last week. So if you want to learn a little bit more about that, head on over. But for those of you um, that have children, perhaps, who came home with a book about filling up someone's cup, um, my version is filling up your inner pool of light. Your, this is the, your inner well. Um, and when you are healthy and nourished and rested and you're living a life that's in alignment with what makes you happy and what fills you up, then your inner pool of light is full to overflowing. When you're battling with everyday things that do not fit well for you anymore in your life, whether it's a job you don't like or a relationship that makes you unhappy, for example, um, then those things will take away the light that's within your inner pool. And some people will feel really parched, really undernourished, exhausted, grumpy. Um, they might suffer with physical ailments or conditions. So to be spiritual, I believe, comes from a deep, deep connection to yourself. A deep connection that really, really indulges in self-love, self-care, positive mental attitude, positive thoughts, um, thoughts and feelings of love for yourself. That's what spirituality means to me. Um, you don't have to be part of uh, an organized religion. You don't have to stick a label on yourself to call yourself spiritual. If you are connected to yourself um, and you listen to yourself and you love yourself and you nurture yourself and your body and you give yourself the time that you deserve, this is what it means to be spiritual to me because that's when you start 
tapping into your intuition. You start listening to the niggles, the little niggles of your intuition that you might usually ignore or overlook. You'll find that with um, cementing this spiritual connection to yourself, putting yourself at the top of the pile, then the world around you will also become into an, an alignment with who you are because what you have inside of you will be projected outside of you. Your relationships will become healthy and happy, uh, full of contentment because you have contentment for yourself. Um, the relationships we have mirror the relationship that we have with ourselves. If we feel that we're not worthy um, of, of being loved or having giving ourselves the time to nourish ourselves, you know, with simple self-care, whether it's meditation, a walk, a nice bath, whatever it might be. If we don't think that we deserve the time um, to spoil ourselves, which is actually not spoiling, it's, an, it's essential, it's a necessity, then the people in our lives aren't going to treat us like that either. Do you see what I'm saying? So I'm a big, big fan of self-care, self-love, implementing it into your daily um, mindful practices. And I just wanted to read to you um, this chapter this well, part of this chapter from my new book. Uh, so just sit back and enjoy. When we talk about spirituality, what do we really mean? What does it mean to be spiritual? We try to define our faith and spirituality by putting them in a box, trying to mold them into a suitable container. We feel the need to organise it, master it, control it and rule over it. But to me, our spirituality is not something that can or should fit into a container. It can't be contained. It's free-flowing. Spirituality is a deeply personal facet of one's being and does not ask to be controlled or manipulated in any way. To live a spiritual life, I believe that one must first and foremost have a strong foundation of personal love and inner trust. The love that we have for ourselves goes hand in hand with our ability to listen and be guided daily with unequivocal trust in all three areas of our being, mind, body and spirit. To live a spiritual life is to gift yourself the belief of knowing that you are deserving of all good things. You are deserving of having everything that you desire. When you believe this, you will allow your heart and mind to be open to receiving these desires and they will come to you. Your heart will be full up with gratitude for the life that you are living and the solid belief in yourself that you are deserving of it all. We all have our very own unique gift to share with the people around us and we should share it without fear, guilt or shame. Following your dreams and desires, committing fully to them in the best way that you know how, is to live a spiritually aligned life. To commit to what feels good and what lights you up is to live a spiritual life. To keep the line of communication open between your mind, your body and your spirit is to live a spiritual life. To trust in yourself 100% is to live a spiritual life. 
To feel gratitude with every sunrise and sunset is to live a spiritual life. To appreciate nature's beauty is to live a spiritual life. To see the good in others is to live a spiritual life. To forgive is to live a spiritual life. To share your heart with others is to live a spiritual life. And then I finish this chapter with a sole question, what does spirituality mean to you? And this is something that I would love to hear um, from you about. I would love to get into a conversation with you guys about this. Um, so feel free to follow uh, follow me, find me on Facebook or Instagram at Lisa Natural Me. I'd love to know what being spiritual means to you. For me, the cornerstones of spirituality are to always trust your instinct, trust your intuition. Um, love yourself unconditionally warts and all you know we are perfectly imperfect uh, so to live a spiritual life is to start implementing self-care routines only little ones they don't have to be anything major like you know forking out for a spa weekend every week not that we can do that at the moment anyway um but little things it's about the little things um, that, that create self-care. Uh, it could be something like um, a habit that you've gotten into, doing something perhaps, whether it's for somebody else or whether it's something that you've been doing all your life or for a long, long time that actually just you don't want to do it. You say, you're saying yes to it instead of no. Um, so it might be that you simply start learning to say no to the things that you don't want to do that don't make you feel good. That's part of your self-care, just a simple, simple technique like that. So I believe that, that self-care, daily self-care is a biggie in living a spiritual life. Listening to your intuition. If something feels good, do it. If something's niggling you that it doesn't feel right, then don't. And that spiritual, that psychic sense that we were talking about earlier, that will grow as you pay more and more attention to your intuition. I also believe that one of the other cornerstones of living a spiritual life is to connect to nature and the moon and pay attention to what's going on around us in the natural world. So you guys will know by now that for me, um, living a life that's in harmony, that's in sync with the moon and nature really, really helps me to find alignment within every single part of my life. It helps me to choose when are the right times to really sync my energy into new goals and projects and new beginnings and fresh starts. It teaches me when to really pay attention to how far I've come and give thanks and gratitude, remind myself of how well I'm doing, um, to take a breather, step back and just take your foot off the, off the pedal for a moment. Um, because it's important not to run at a million miles an hour the whole time. And while you're in that moment, you know, find reflection in all of the good things that you've done and are doing and continuing to do. 
Um, because that reminds us, that just reminds us of how far we have come since the start of our journey. So it's always good to reflect on that. And connecting to the seasons and nature also reminds me that life is cyclic. Um, you know, we welcome in the new into our lives all the time, but equally, in order to create space for the new, we have to let go of the old, the things that are no longer in alignment with what feels good, you know, with our new purpose, our new direction in life. So it's okay to start a new chapter and leave some things in the past. That's a big one, because for a lot of us, we try to drag those things with us like dead weight, because we're afraid of the new, we're afraid of something different. Um, we're scared to let it go because it's become a comfort blanket. And that might be, you know, a job, a relationship, a part of your life um, that just no longer feels good, but we're creatures of habit. And so you get into the habit of, of having this in your life and you feel like it's become an anchor. Um, so focus on the very, very simple message of creating something new in your life. Well, you've got to create space for it. <clears throat> so you've got to create space by letting something go. Not all of the time, but if you're feeling like there's no room for something in your life, even though you really want it, then you need to look at where you can give and where you can take. And that might mean letting something go. So connecting to yourself, nature, and listening to that inner voice, that intuition, those to me are what it means to live a spiritual life. And when you connect to those, you inevitably really find clarity on where it is that you're going in life. You find that your life becomes more aligned and the things that you do in your life with your job, that becomes more aligned to what feels good, what you want from your job, what you don't want from your job will just slowly fade away. The people that come into your life will feel more aligned to the kind of people that you want in your life, that make you feel good, that you want to be around, that support you and, and lift you up rather than dragging you down. And so you will then find that it has had an effect on the whole of your being and the whole of your life, the outside human experience. It will all become aligned and it will become part of this spiritual journey. And so that's what it means to me. I'd love to know, love, love, love to know <clears throat> what spirituality means to you. Drop me a line, uh, find me on Facebook or Instagram. I'm wishing you all a really beautiful Friday um, and another weekend of, it might be locked down, but um, you know, enjoy your daily walk, find the little things in life, write a gratitude list um, for everything that you're grateful for, whether it's the hot cup of tea that you've had that morning <laughs> or the fact that 
you know, your wife or your husband's decided to take the kids out for the daily walk so that you can have a bath, whatever it might be, just find some gratitude in these times that are quite tricky at the moment. And I'm sending you lots of love. Until next time, bye-bye.